Yeah, because they people were just like, "What are we doing? Like, how do we do this?" They people had to really rapidly reconfigure right. the whole thing, right? And, and even with Kamundicon, it was kind of like, "Will we? Won't we? What will we do?" And then scrap a whole physical conference that was all planned, everything meticulously laid out, logistics, everything, and like throw it all in the bin, and then build this online conference for the first time from nothing in like an extremely short period of time. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that was a huge challenge, and I'm, I mean, I'm super excited and super proud of our marketing team who did kick that off because the Kamonacon Live we did, um, when was that? Beginning of April, I forgot forgot already. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but, yeah, it was. Right, uh, and that one was actually planned as Kamonacon New York. So yeah, as you yes. said, every everything it, was set up. The venue was set up. The speakers were set up. Everything. I had uh, my ticket to go, even. Right. Yeah, my flight was also booked, um, and everything was ready. And then the whole thing happened. And if you remember that, like in the beginning, um, it was still like I, I know it. Like beginning of March, should we still plan for that? Should we cancel that? Yes. So it was slowly creeping into awareness how how serious the impact will be and then we made the decision to flip to switch it to online um in hindsight a, a really good decision and there were only like three or four weeks and marketing team was amazing pulling that off like and you have so many challenges the biggest being like tooling um but also a lot of questions like how do we set up the um the agenda do we stick to um, east coast time zones or do we make it like really global um do we have still two tracks or do we do one track do we do it longer or shorter and so on there are so many questions because not that many people had experience with online conferences and our marketing really looked for hey can we make the experience as much as a real in-person conference in a way that you can easily switch the tracks that you can like walking through the other room. Can you have yeah, a hallway track? I'm going to go to see something else. Yeah. Right. Catch um, 15 minutes of one talk and 15 minutes of another, that kind of thing. Like, like this or a hallway tr a track where you can talk to other people. So we definitely didn't want it to have it in a way that it looks like a, a series of webinars because that was kind of, that's not a conference. That's a series of webinars. Um, and you yes. can do that over the course of two months, um, you don't have to do that on that one day. One day. Um, I, I mean, in the end, for us, it worked out awesome. I mean, we had so many signups. We have over 6,500 people, if I remember that correctly. Um, wow. So, and how many was it originally slated for? Like a couple of hundred or something, wasn't it? A couple of hundred, yeah. New York was, I don't remember the exact number, but there was a yeah. cap. Real estate is in the end cost the whole thing yeah accessibility so, getting there yeah and, and 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 a limit of what the space could just like host there and i mean then there were a couple of other challenges which i wouldn't have anticipated but i mean especially given the situation um couple of people i mean we had speakers which weren't at the company anymore when <laughs> communicon was happening so a lot of these kind of challenges came on top of that or people are not so feeling... you had speakers booked to speak and then they left the company and they were like, no, I'm not going to speak now. Uh, kind of, yeah. Or they were not sure if they they will be still with the company when that is happening. So there were a lot of just like, 
insecurity of the people there, basically. I mean, everybody had that, like, oh, what's what's going to happen next? And especially, I mean, I live in Germany, and here we have a lot of, like, uh, things that really secure your job in a way, even in these kind of situations. So there are a lot of things um, helping you um, pull yourself together and say, okay, that will be a hard time, but it will be over soon. But I think some countries there, it's harder to um, to anticipate what's happening and uh, less safety nets there. So um, mm. we also see that happening. But um, coming back to the to the online conference, so that was Kamunakon. And um, what I liked most about that was the first thing is like, uh, most talks were live, and I'm convinced it does make a difference. Not pre-recorded, they were live, and we had, um, in this case, was we used Slack um, as really a chat channel, which was open the whole time, and um, half of the people which really um, were online were also in the Slack channel, and it was very active, and I think this really made it feel like there's something really going on at the moment. I um, can interact with other people um, at the same time. I can ask questions. Um, they were forwarded to the speaker. He probably answered that in the talk. So um, it felt really good. It was um, quite engaging. Okay. You know, like on when you're streaming on Twitch, people can like literally interact with you while you're doing it. So it turns into kind of more like a conversation. <clears throat> and yeah. the other thing is, people who are watching can see the live chat. So maybe that's more what the future of uh, live conferences looks like. It's more kind of interactive. Um, the speaker is interacting with the chat so that you know that it's live. Yeah. Cause I, I think I was in a conference the other day and it went for 24 hours, like nonstop. I was like, oh, man, it's pretty intense. Um, <laughs> but in the chat, someone just said like, why can't developers like uh, imitate Elon Musk or Steve Jobs? Like, where's the wow factor? Like, you really have to bring it. <laughs> ah. Yeah, why? Why can't everybody be like Elon Musk? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great question. Oh, that would be a weird world. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, a couple of things. The first is like, I think we will have different formats um, also for online conferences. So, for example, I also gave... Uh, or spoke at one conference, they also use Twitch. Um, but for example, when when I have, that was a relatively short talk. I had a, I had my story ready. It was not live coding, it was slides. And uh, when I do this, I don't watch the chat. I just can't do it. I can't look at the chat at the same time. It doesn't work for me. And I think that's true for for some formats, for some things where you tell your story, you don't look at the chat. And there are much more interactive things, which we will see as well. Um, and that, I mean, internet makes that possible. But if if you look at the tooling available now, I think it's not where it should be. Um, so it's not yet that you can really have a good engagement that can really have, I mean, if, just look at the chats of most of the, of the um, webinar or um, online conference tooling. It's just not awesome. Um, and engagement is pretty limited. But um, my hope is that the whole COVID thing really gives that a good kick. Um, and we will see much better tooling um, emerging over the next one or two years. And then probably we will have more of a balance of making more things online because it's very handy. You don't have to travel. It makes it accessible for much more people, probably in people that can't travel that much or people then don't have the budget 
Um, so I think it, it's democratizing a lot of that content. But on the other hand, we will still have in-person conferences, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I've been speaking at uh, the BrizJS meetup, um, and the way that one works is the speakers are all in Zoom, so you can all see each other. Yeah. And um, whoever's presenting at the time, they get to share their screen plus their floating head or whatever it happens to be, and that gets streamed live into YouTube. Mm-hmm. So people are on YouTube watching it live there, and they can like be in the chat and everything, but it, there's a delay, so... Mm-hmm. You know, like if you come on and you're like, hey, can you all hear me? Like no one's going to reply. Um, <laughs> but the other speakers can because they're in Zoom, so they can they can uh, speak to you. So there's kind of a mixture of like live interaction with people in real time mm-hmm. and also, um, you know, people like the masses kind of watching it. Watching it. So that, that could be another kind of way to – because, you know, there's like that experience of you're there in the room and you can see people there mm-hmm. and you kind of read the room and like are people like losing attention like a yeah do, do i need to bring some more energy do is this going over people's heads is like blank stares yeah. that kind of uh, feedback you know like otherwise you're kind of just presenting to this camera and it's like is there anybody out there yeah no i totally want, know what you mean i think that's the big challenge um it's, I think, especially for people not, not giving talks every day, I think that's super hard. I am got used to it in a way because it's the same for webinars. I gave webinars for for, for, for a long time already. So um, there's always like just the camera. But if we find forums where you have more of that feedback, and actually, um, because you said meetup, I um, also attended one meetup where they also did Zoom, but allowed everybody to be on the camera because it was like 80 people or something like that. And that was, I, I, I found that very, um, very engaging and probably not replacing the in-person event, but getting closer because exactly what you say, you can look at the people, you can see if they're still engaged, what they're doing and so on and so forth. Mm. And so if people want to catch you um, at an upcoming conference, what have you got coming up? Uh, that's also a good question. I always, <laughs> what I do is I look at my own website, um, because I, okay. I, I don't know that on out of the top of my head, but, um, really online, I'm, see if I can I'm find it. not aware of what's scheduled next, to be honest. Um, because at the moment it's still, a lot of people are, are just looking in the next month. So there are conferences, for example, still scheduled in person for, um, I think at least August or September, where I personally don't think that will happen, but let's see. And some of them might switch to online um, later on. But I'm, I think there's not a, not a totally concrete date already scheduled, to be honest. So what is your uh, website? Oh, it's uh, berndrücke.io. Uh, I was trying .com. I was like, ah, that's a weird error message. I think I, is still I, under construction. I think I didn't get the .com. There are, there's one other Bandrücker in Germany, um, which is kind of a marketing guy, and we always fight uh, about the who gets that domain, who gets, who is Bandrücker, okay. and who is Bandrücker two at LinkedIn or who whatever. Is the real there can only yeah. be one. No, there are actually two, unfortunately. Okay. I think there are even uh, more, but they're not on the internet that much. <laughs> so, okay. They're low tech. 
Yeah. So it's like the next one in here. So you had go to Amsterdam on the 9th of June. No, the, yeah. the, the 9th of June. Yeah. Next week. Right. Not going to happen. Not, not going to happen. No. No, they're not doing it online. Um, uh, I, I, I lost track, to be honest. There were so many cancellations, so many movement that I totally lost track. Um, either they moved it or they canceled it. I think they didn't okay, but way, get got online. Yeah, and the, next week. Def.next, I haven't yet heard anything what they are doing, which is a pity. I mean, they moved it from, I think, April to now August, but I'm pretty sure August is also not happening. Yeah, oh, let's especially see. what's happening in Denver now. Yeah. Um, and then come on oh, to yeah. user group Hanover, September. Let's see. Um, but I could imagine that we move that online um, if it's not happening in person, um, okay. which I think it's pretty likely that it's not happening in person. On the other hand, I mean, smaller user groups, if you're like 30, 40 people are probably possible, um, then we still have to make up our mind if we want to want to want to have it with all the rules you have to follow or if you just do it online mm -hmm. let's see yeah um, online be good because then like anyone could attend it from anywhere right uh yeah yeah that's true um and that's what we also learned with the meetups because we moved a, moved a lot of meetups online it's now i mean language and time zone um is now the factor and no more like the city you're meeting at so um has a big advantage to make it uh, available. On the other hand, probably for meetups or for Kamunda user groups, especially, it's sometimes also handy to have local user groups which meet each other, which know each other already, uh, to have some, yeah, some level that, of trust. Networking so, and, yeah. Yeah. And then the incidental but, kind of things that you discover, you know, like like you said that you and Jakob met at a conference, right? Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that you miss. Um, with these online conferences, these in-person things where you just meet, get to talk to each other with a coffee or whatever, or probably with a beer in the evening, um, mm. spin around ideas. Um, that's pretty hard to replace with something like Slack or, or even Zoom or whatever. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? It's the, it's the what happens outside of the sessions a lot of times that those connections yeah. get made and people totally. swap cards, keep in touch, create something. Yeah. Totally. But I mean, um, it's not over. It will come back, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. But for the, yeah, for the time being, just uh, to, to see the positive side, I mean, I made a lot of progress with the book because I didn't spend any time at airports, train stations, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and so on. So um, can't complain. Perfect. Yeah. There's always an upside to everything if you look for Correct. it. Correct. Correct. Awesome. Yeah, well, um, okay, so that one that you're doing in the Hanover Komunda user group is about ZBIO, a horizontally scalable open source workflow engine available as Komunda Cloud. So if oh. that one does go ahead and it is online, is that going to be in English or is it uh, in German? Also not yet decided. So the original plan was German, um, but we might switch it to English if we go online, but we have to so discuss that with the user group. Um, let's see. Right. Let's see. Okay, but that's the next opportunity for people to catch you. Live online will be in September, and then it's like in the next couple of months maybe to get early access to the new book. And then same thing, burntrooker.io to sign up for the early access. So how, would they, how do people get hold of that? That's a good question. Um, let's 
check that with the editor. I'm pretty sure um, if you follow me like on Twitter or um, wherever, um, you should get okay. that information easily. I will not hide it. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Twitter. So following you on Twitter is a good way to, to keep up with what you're up to. Yeah. Yeah. And what is it? It's uh, at Bernd Rucker. Correct. A... Yeah. I basically harmonized everything to Bernd Rucker. So okay. just, just guy. not LinkedIn yeah. because they're... LinkedIn is the only um, exception. The other guy was faster there. But I'm on Twitter, on GitHub. He was there first. On media. What is, so what... What did he end up at, as on, on Twitter? Bernd Rooker too? I'm not sure if he's on Twitter, actually. Okay. Uh, good question. Uh, that's that's my homework for next week. <laughs> <laughs> stalk okay, him, stalk him even more. No, but I I mean, I, probably everybody has this person who uh, who has the same name. Doppelganger? But I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, I think it's not a doppelganger. Doppelganger would be more like if he really looks like me. But yes, yeah. simply the same Digital. name. I wanted to meet him for ages, to be honest, but I never even reached out. I still have that on my list. Just to say hi. Yeah, there's a guy with the same name as me, but his last name is spelled W-O-L-F, and he's a okay. comedian in, ah. uh, in in America. Okay. Interesting. I got, I got way bigger um, Google kind of results than he does, except mm-hmm. on Amazon. Like if you search for my book on Amazon, he, his book comes up. Even if you ah. directly type my name in exactly as it's spelled, he still comes up. Oh, that's weird. So I'm going to have to do something about that. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the Amazon support is very, very, very easy to handle. <laughs> yes. Okay, so burntrooker.io, and um, I'll put the links into the show notes anyway so people can follow you on Twitter, find out about the new book when it comes out, find out about when you're speaking next, and um, you know if it's online, then they have the opportunity to catch that out. And in the meantime, you got like all of, pretty much all of your main presentations that you give are available on your website, slides, there are links to videos there, and they can also get the first book, Correct. Real World BPM, um, even borrowing it from Amazon. Right. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on this week, uh, Bert. Thanks for having me, Josh.